welcome to another episode of The Practical CMO with your host, Mark Corona. Mark's passion is to help leadership teams accelerate revenues and profits using best growth practices and to improve the value and performance of marketing in their businesses. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another broadcast of The Practical CMO. Today's show is the second in a two-part series about a continuous improvement approach to planning and operating your business. Today's program is a companion to the March program, which focused on EOS and traction, a management system and discipline which lays out a very, very prescriptive approach to aligning and prioritizing your business initiatives and priorities. EOS traction is used by many small and mid-sized businesses to streamline their management practices and to align their organizations, all with the goals of improving accountability and performance. Today's program is about developing the content needed for a successful implementation of EOS and traction. Now, I said traction is a very prescriptive management discipline, and that's probably why it's achieved very good popularity. Traction's focus primarily on meeting agendas and current management practices, while also including placeholders for a 10-year vision, a three-year picture, and a one-page marketing plan. Sounds good, doesn't it, so far? But Traction doesn't help you develop the key content required by the approach. In today's program, we're going to address best practices for developing the content required by Traction. Let's get the conversation started. Today, my guest is Don Lee, a Chief Outsiders colleague and partner CMO. Don is based in the Detroit area and specializes in business services and industrials. I would call Don an expert on traction, and Don's going to help us understand how to effectively develop the content that's required for a successful traction implementation. Don, welcome to the program. Could you please share a little bit more about your client focus and how you became so familiar with traction? Wow, thanks for having me, Mark. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, let's talk a little about traction. Traction is a great tool. I've been part of three implementations. I've also been part of an implementation with Gazelles and Vern Harnish, both really good processes that I believe bring alignment within a leadership team and gives focus to where that leadership team wants to go. So I think it really does a great outline of where the business is and where it wants to go. But what it really lacks at times is the color of how we're going to get there. And so I've been called into many EOS, Gazelle clients to say, hey, we have a marketing strategy. We have to execute that as a rock. We don't know where to go. Can you help us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the methodologies there lays out the process, but you've got to bring the intelligence about how you're going to get there, right? And the discipline to have the right conversations with the right focus. I think that's what we really want to get into on today's program to help our audience learn more about what you've done successfully. Your track record helping your clients effectively implement, get the benefit of traction is pretty strong. And you must have seen some challenges along the way that businesses that you've worked with have had. Can you talk a little bit about some of the situations that you've run into? And then we want to talk about how you've helped solve them too. Well, now all of a sudden you have this VTO and the CEO goes, great, let's execute. And sometimes clients don't really know what marketing is, or they don't really know how to put marketing and sales together or product marketing and sales. And so what I usually do is come in and say, okay, let's get a strategy. But the hub is marketing. We're going to be brand warriors. We're going to be strategy warriors to take your business forward. 
to grow it, but we're gonna need product, HR, IT, C-suite, all the buy-in to what we're gonna do for the VTO to come true. And so I really love it in Growth Gears. We talk a lot about a book that uh, Pete Hayes and Art Saxby wrote, really talking about insights, strategy, and execution. And I take it a little further. I think you can innovate through insights. I believe you can disrupt through strategy. And I also believe there's a terrific accountability through the execution. So I'll hold growth workshops within clients to really start mining the value that they don't even know they have to start taking their company on that uh, beautiful path of growth. But most companies mm-hmm. stuck. They don't, just don't know where to start. And so I kind of help. Yeah. No, you do too. We kind of energize it. Yeah, and I think a lot of times the challenges with a successful EOS implementation are really the lack of internal marketing expertise, right? I know you feel pretty strongly about that. Well, you, you probably worked on more clients than I have with this, but what's the implications of the challenge of not having a true strategic marketing leader and maybe even a growth champion viewing marketing as a growth champion inside a business? That's a great question. The marketing position, I don't care what title you call, should be a brand warrior, brand champion, growth strategist. They should be bringing all elements of the business together to go forward. They need to look out what's in the future trends. They need to look around them and gain insights from the people inside the building to the clients they already have. And it's nice to look back at the financials to see where we were excelling with our best margins and what products or services or have a product and a service. So that person has to be sophisticated enough to really understand how to take this entity or organization and move it forward through insights, strategy, and execution. So once you get the insights, you have to figure out what to do with them and you got to put action. And I also believe you have to, bring people along with you because if you're doing it by yourself that's where you need a real leader in marketing if you're just doing it by yourself no one's going to follow and i think we miss mm-hmm. it i love being a cmo being the number two guy because i let the ceo run i just make their dreams come true because i actually build the system or the engine inside to make sure it outruns the ceo that's what i should be doing so some people would yeah. call me intrapreneur while i'm working with entrepreneurs I'm putting color to the lines they drawn. And sometimes I got to call outside the lines because we got to make pivot. Because what you said six weeks ago, you know, with COVID, isn't the same as what we're doing today. And you got right. to have the flexibility to pivot also. Make sense? Yeah. When you talk about coloring inside the lines, that's just a really cool visual, right? For, I guess, I mean, you look at the uh, EOS traction templates, they look pretty simple, right? I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're not complicated templates, you know, but do you think the simplicity of those templates is actually a little bit misleading about the level of effort you need to do to really populate those with real content that can establish the growth opportunities and align your organization? 100%. I think the implementers do a great job. And I think there's a lot of work that goes into those VTOs, but the work starts with the executive team trying to sell or have buy-in from the rest of the company. That then becomes the number one priority. And it's very hard. And I've seen it over and over again. 
So, but you have a leader in marketing, you have a leader in IT, and you can develop your own plan or your own rocks and bring your people in, inclusive to that. Now, all of a sudden, you can mm -hmm. get that VTO engine running. It looks simple. You can put the words on a paper. Words only mean that they're on the paper. How do you make the words come alive? And that's when people call me or you and say, hey, we need a marketing strategy. That was a rock. We need to move forward. Or we need to grow our business by 20% next year. Can we do it? That's what most of the folks inside the companies I look for go, we don't know how to go there. We don't know how to get there. Yeah. We don't know how to get it. Hey, Dan, so. By the way, the VTO is a segment, is the executive team. You still have got all the business groups within a company that have to come together. Uh, that's another strategy or challenge. You know, Don, we call this the practical CMO, and we like to offer case studies. I think the audience always appreciates something tangible that worked well or didn't work well. Can you share a case study with us today about one that either an implementation that either went off of the rails or one that you were able to sort of get back on and was hugely successful? Yeah, I, uh, there's a company, an industrial company, that's uh, about 30 years old, started as an engineering company, then they started uh, fabricating outside suppliers and servicing. So think of that as engineering, fabrication, building piece of equipment, and then servicing. And they were doing it to the top Fortune 100 to 200 companies, big equipment. And they kind of lost their way. And they were trying to figure out how do we grow our business? And when we really did a lot of insights, voice a customer, looked inside and did some growth workshops, we found out that they were no longer talking about what a great engineering company were. They're talking about how they're a great equipment company. In their competition, if I could have built the equipment if I wanted to. And so the competition was undercutting them, which became a red ocean of a commodity. So what we did is we started looking at trends. We started looking at what we're really good at, engineering and service. We're good at equipment too, but the money wasn't there. It was in the engineering and the growth was in the service. We then took trends we call IoT, like Alexa, turn my lights on, turn my lights off. We started monitoring the equipment, key failure points in the equipment for our clients and offered that as a service. Then we started putting the same IoT mechanisms in our competitors' equipment. So now we went to non-customers to offer them a service. And then our non-customers started buying our equipment for the replacement equipment. How about that? They grew their business over a year and a half by a couple million dollars, just on uh, taking technology, getting back to where they do really well in services and engineering, and now they have a monitoring service. So that was a home run. That took, I was there probably seven, eight months. And I wouldn't say the ship was okay, but we really righted the ship to understand who we were, what we do well at, and really arm our engineering and service departments with the right equipment to help our clients be great. So that was one of the best ones. And then I got, I got a couple others, but uh, I could talk all day about clients. I love them. Just to share one with you too, probably the business I've worked with, they had the strongest EOS implementation. I mean, this company literally followed it, dotted the I's, crossed the T's, right? I mean, they were so, so into doing it well. They wanted to double in size in 10 years. And when it came to sort of the contents, like, okay, what ideas do you have, right? Let's start with a simple question. They didn't have any ideas. And so even a really successful implementation of traction doesn't give you the plan, right? 
it helps you sort of organize, like you said, it helps you align, organize, get the vision on the table, but you still have to do the work. I um, go back to what you said about insight and um, how that insights can help drive your strategy. So this is good. You know, I think we got to a good point here. We're going to stop, take a short break, and then we're going to come back and get more specific about how actually do you build that good content that will help drive not just a successful traction implementation, but will help really drive your business forward, right? Help you find those new areas of growth. So again, my guest today is Don Lee, partner and CMO, one of my colleagues from Chief Outsiders. Don, we've talked about EOS and traction and the natural integration points between traction and content development. Today, we're really focusing for sales and marketing executives. And so we want to talk a little bit about what kind of guidance we might be able to offer them. Some best practices, perhaps, on completing the one-page marketing plan. And it's not really just the marketing plan. It's really developing the marketing strategy for the business. Don, you know, we've got a great view of how do you actually do the work so that the one-page marketing plan has the maximum impact and benefits it could have for a business. What kind of best practices or approaches do you recommend to companies that you work with to get that work done? First of all, when I'm engaged with clients, they've already said, listen, we, our pain is our marketing department isn't helping us lead us into the future, or our marketing sales is not communicating, or we focus on the little stuff and not the big stuff. We need more of a strategic uh, thought leader. And that's when they hire me and our colleagues at uh, Chief Outsiders. But one of the biggest things is, and I said earlier, is innovate through insights. Boy, it's really important to get the voice of your customer, really important to get the voice of your employee, and also really build workshops around growth and innovation. And that's what I really encourage them. That's what I come in and do. And we start getting, uh, use different tools and how to treat clients, where to go from a product and uh, services, and maybe even how to engage an activated SWAT. And then you start going into strategy and you start looking at your value prop and messaging. Does it, does it relate to the client's pain? Does it, does it solve? Are you talking about yourself on your website or are you talking how you solve the client, your customer's pain? And then we start mm -hmm. going into my, more of a target approach and then we go into more action items with initiatives, objectives, initiatives, and KPIs. So insights, yeah. strategy, execution is the one-page plan. You just talked about value proposition, and sort of right there, there's a box on the one-page marketing plan called value proposition, right? And, you know, I like to think about value propositions as sort of the, a crystal clear statement of who we are and the value that we provide businesses that we work with, not just today, but sort of uh, as we go down the road and look at future opportunities as well. You know, what, what are your thoughts about how do you build a value proposition and particularly one that reflects the unique competencies and assets of the business? Well, again, get as many people involved because the more people involved, the better ownership you have. So I'll go and do multiple workshops. And then of those multiple workshops, I would take two or three of the participants of workshops and they go into a work group, and, we, and then we start developing the value prop, really understanding this is who we are, and this is why we exist to solve these problems. That's really what a value prop is. So we use a lot, I use a lot of different tools. One that's really good is 
Simon Sinek, really define your why, and then your how and your what. And then once okay. you get that going, because Apple's why is to change the status quo. It doesn't say they're a computer company. Their what is a computer company. And how they do it is through innovation and design. So we usually sell the what rather than selling the why. And people buy the why before they buy the what. Mm -hmm. Wow, I want to be part of that company that wants to change the status quo. I want to be a part of that company that wants to change the globe's environment. I want to be part of that company that accelerates and unleashes clients' potential. Those are some of the whys I'm working with right now with clients. And that yeah. helps build a better product. I would agree that market insights, competitive insights, your own customer insights would be pretty critical for helping shape a marketing strategy. And I'm not talking about marketing tactics. I'm really talking mm -hmm. about sort of where are your new growth yeah. markets? Where are the new customer segments that you want to serve? Uh, what kind of new offerings might you bring to that market? You're big on that. You're also, I think, really big on iterating what you learn and acting on what you've learned. Well, I think to really run a successful company and to really be a, a growth specialist, you have to take genuine interest in your client and genuine interest in what's going around you. I think easy, oh, we're going to do a survey. That's easy, right? Well, pick up a phone and do a survey. And talk to your employees. But beyond that, understand what the future is trending toward. Understand where those opportunities are where you could take a technology like I talked about earlier in IoT and put that inside the lines of color. You're starting to color a different picture with different trends in technology. Hey, it's free Asian nation. Right now, I'm sure Zoom is just growing crazy because everyone's working from home. So now that's not going to change. So how are companies taking this work from home and how are they building their talent pool with people that don't even maybe live in a 500 mile or a thousand mile radius of them? So everyone's going to have to start thinking different. Right now is a time to think different. And that's why I say innovate through insights. I see, Mark, mm -hmm. a lot of people that don't read the trends. I'm like, don't you guys look at at least at your executive means once a year? Have them read future.org or read a good book talking about what the future holds and what the what people are, the personas are doing next, what their pain is. And we even talk about personas. What are the personas we're selling to and what is their biggest obstacle and how do we solve that and how do we talk about it? And a lot of people don't put claims because mm -hmm. we got to look at our own claim. Yeah. So insights is really important, but let's, I'm not going to beat on voice of customer and voice of employee. I'm going to beat on understanding the world around us and how we can take full advantage of, of uh, trends that would help our clients and would help us grow. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're leading on the version of the one page marketing plan that you recommend has got is full of insights on in the front end of it, right? Before you ever start to talk about what's your strategy, there's a lot of content here related to competitive insights, market trends, you know, even your own sort of internal SWAT, right? Sort of what are you really good at? What can you yeah. leverage? Where are your opportunities? Where can you build on those? I think the structure is really good, but you're talking about a process for actually populating it yes. with actionable insights, right? Not just stuff, not just data, not just 
tactics, but you're really starting to have a much more strategic conversation. How do you translate sort of the insight strategy execution to Rockstar? I mean, do you think that there's, is there a natural connection between those three parts of growth gears that we recommend to how you would set up rocks for your marketing organization? Oh, absolutely. So what I love about the one-page marketing plan that I developed was I don't like leading with my chin. And a lot of people lead with their chin. And so when we say we're going to build three rocks, let's say call them three objectives uh, for the next year, maybe it's 20, you know, 10% growth, increased service by 15%. And you could think of a different objective. But the point is, the one side of the page is, this is what, this is the math, why I pick those objectives. And then the objectives then say, okay, if I say grow revenue, an initiative would say, quarter one could be initiative rock one, quarter two is rock two, rock three, rock four by each quarter. So you start planning out how you're going to really take an objective or an initiative and move it forward. And I think that's mm-hmm. where EOS doesn't kind of go rock to rock, quarter to quarter. I'm saying to each department, give me your rocks for the rest of the year that you have set objectives that you want to go after. Those objectives will be a mm-hmm. rock at the executive level, but you need to really, really define where, what your path is and then have KPIs around that path and action items. Yeah and accountability, who has it? So once you get the strategy and the insights, the objectives aren't very hard. And then putting rocks to those objectives is, I know you don't have to do it alone. You could do it with your team. And then you just share it with the bigger team to say, does this sound right? Is this a good path? Mm -hmm. My guest in March, Ron Schifferl, talked about how sometimes, you know, you've got a day or two for your annual planning and you know it's like okay we got to get we got to get all these forms filled out right so we're going to fill out the marketing plan in an hour and what you're really talking about is you can't do that right it's not a checkbox exercise you know you don't sort of like oh let's let's just fill it out and then we're done what you're really talking about is an ongoing process a healthy process it's a strategic marketing process versus a tactical approach to it right yeah, and I'll, I'll even go, when I was a CMO at a company and the CEO of a company, I would actually take, I would know, here's what our goals are as on the executive team. I'd take my marketing team out for 10 hours. I'd give them homework, read this, read this, read this, watch this video, read this book. And when you come in, in three weeks from now, we're going to talk about this. And in 10 hours, we start really drawing out what our objectives are going to be and our key initiatives are going to be, which I call ROCKS. Uh, mm-hmm. for corporation for the next year. And then me as a leader, I voice that back to the leadership team. They're like, hey, what about this? What about that? What does that mean? Which is terrific because now you're getting feedback. And then we execute it. Right. Now, now if I have a rock, the rock may have 20 action items. The rock right. may have two KPIs to it. And that's okay. But as long as you have your team around it, now all of a sudden, you have retention, you have a healthy team, right. a collaborative team. And now, remember I talked about marketing being the hub? I have a great spoke with my people. I'm assigning you to product. I'm assigning you to IT. I'm a, so now they communicate with those teams of what we're doing. They can, those teams communicate with us. And now we got to help mm-hmm. you. Our goal is yeah. to, grow, to move. And so I think, Mark, and I don't think, I believe, with outsiders, our colleagues love building growth engines, and that's a growth engine. Yeah. 
Hey, Don, so we've, we've covered a lot of ground in today's uh, podcast. Let's see if we can pull together and <laughs> summarize some best practices, right? So I'll put a couple, three out that I've heard you talk about, and then you can fill in the gaps, see what I've missed here. But one of the things that you've talked about is you really need to get outside marketing expertise. That a lot of times in a business, you may not have enough of the, the right people to think about marketing strategically and to, and to use marketing as a growth champion. You know, you've also talked about the need to really allocate enough time to do this well, that you can't just fill out the one-page marketing plan, call it done, right? That there needs to be an ongoing commitment and process around that. What other one or two or three things do you think are really key takeaways for our audience? Number one is have a culture of innovation that is collaborative, it shares across, and mistakes are okay. Coloring outside the lines are okay because we're going to learn. Innovation happens at the fringes, and sometimes it happens outside the lines. We need to continue to learn as we execute our strategy. Have a plan. Have it written down. Have everyone buy into it and bring accountability to the plan and actually allow people to own part of the plan. And then the next is over-communicate. You cannot communicate enough with your team. And again, hub to spoke to the other groups cannot emphasize of really talking to the other entities or the other people in your organization because you're always gaining insight. That's what we need to be. And that's where I'm talking about over-communicate. So innovation culture, have a plan, and over-communicate. Great. Don, thanks for joining me today. I think this is a great companion podcast to the one that we did in March around EOS and just the value of EOS. I think it was a fair evaluation of EOS, but we also sort of raised the issue that we've kind of talked about today, which is the need to sort of develop killer content to make your EOS implementation and your continuous business improvement initiatives really work well for us. Thanks for joining me. How can our listeners get a hold of you? What would you like to share with them in terms of contact information if they want to follow up with you and, and pursue this conversation? Um, D. Lee, L-E-E, at chiefoutsiders.com. So D. Lee at chiefoutsiders.com. And I will respond within 24 hours. Give me a call if you have any questions or have any thoughts. I would really appreciate to serve you. Great. Well, thanks again. I'd also um, want to remind the listeners that we've got some free resources in the information section on the website. Please tap into that. We've got a great article from Don, which we've included there, which actually helps you uh, visualize what that one-page marketing plan would look like. So thanks, everybody. Have a great, healthy week, and we'll look forward to catching up with you on the next broadcast of the Practical CMO. Never miss an episode. Be sure to look for The Practical CMO in all your favorite podcast apps or on our website, thepracticalcmo.com.